let's talk uh, travel here on this uh, Thursday because there is some uh, travel headlines to go over with our travel expert, Marty Firestone, who's on the line and joins us now. Marty, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. I want to start with uh, Air Canada in this uh, announcement uh, from the carrier. They are projecting that uh, business travel will be uh, rebounding uh, a little later on this year. Marty, what's the latest there? Yeah, that's great news. They're seeing already in September the pickup in numbers of people booking trips, and they can tell solely for business. So have to believe that's positive. Why? Offices are opening up. Companies are saying, come down and see us. It's all good news. And they get bigger airfares from people who are booking flights just, you know, two days in advance and things like that. So all in all good, but would like to see the U.S. requirement for the antigen test ultimately waived because that's still deterring people from making those trips. Okay. Is that where a lot of business is done for uh, Canadian executives and uh, companies if they are going to send somebody on a business trip is uh, primarily to the States? And is that antigen test, is that still a major hurdle? So it, it answered your question. Yes, they are going many times to the States and they still have to get that. It's not the biggest hurdle, but it's something that at this point, based on what we're seeing, should be taken away and be the final restriction for the most part that's really required at this point. And again, they're looking at September here, Marty, is the thought that we're coming into summer now. And of course, there's vacations, that sort of thing, and that uh, business really ramps up. It picks back up uh, in September, uh, not only for uh, businesses themselves, but I guess Air Canada, their business travel looks like it's going to ramp up then, too. Absolutely. It, it, you know, summertime is in our minds anyway, although we've been totally out of whack for the last three years. The time when you're traveling and then you're 100% right. Come September, your head's back to the grindstone and you're heading out and you're going to do your business again. And obviously this has got to be, I would think, Marty, really good news for other industries associated with travel. I mean, if business travel is picking back up in the fall, in the latter half of this year, we're looking at the return of things like uh, conventions, conferences, uh, that sort of thing. Hospitality, restaurants, hotels, all that will pick up as a result of business travel. All right. As well, airport delays, uh, they continue. Can you give us uh, the latest? What do you know? What have you heard when it comes to, uh, you know, these massive lineups, these uh, long delays at uh, Pearson and other airports across the country? To get to the answer there, you got to understand what's going on. Multiple factors are in play here. The bottom line is pent up demand, people wanting to travel again, not enough staff at the key areas in any terminal. That's check-in, that's security, that's baggage. So, you put those two together along with some protocols that are still required, such as the ArriveCan documents, such as potential getting tagged for a, a, a test. Those things all are like the domino effect. They're just backing everything up, hence why people are sitting on a plane for two, three hours, why they're waiting another hour for their bags, or why some are missing flights when they are heading out of Canada. Do we know how much those COVID protocols that are still in place, how much of a factor they are in these lineups and delays, uh, Marty? We were talking to our COVID expert on the show yesterday, uh, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel, vaccine researcher, about this. Uh, she feels medically it's safe and the time is right to maybe look at lifting those uh, protocols. But I know that uh, the airport uh, industry, uh, they are pointing the finger at these protocols as one of the major reasons for delays at the airport. Uh, is that true? Do we know just how much of a factor are they? They are, even though they are probably, uh, to us hearing it, something little, they do all add up. And the problem is when 30,000 people are going through a terminal and you used to be able to process an individual in 
30 seconds and now it's two minutes might not seem like a lot but then figure that out times the amount of people and the bottom line is it all gets backed up and therein lies the problem that anything different than the way it used to be pre-pandemic is more time added on and hence the problem we're facing right now okay that might be one of the factors but is the biggest still staffing is there a critical staffing shortage there is the uh, amount of people that were let go or laid off and went to other industries, you just can't press a button and reproduce them and have them start. Security and things like that, you have to be trained. You're in a key position. You have to be able to be there, and they don't have the numbers. Couple that with incredible pent-up demand and lots more people traveling, that's where the problem lies. And I don't think with summer coming up in the next couple of weeks or in the near future, it's going to be corrected in time by then. Yeah, there is no short-term fix here, right, Marty? I mean, if the problem is staffing, and to your point that these people have to be trained and qualified to do their jobs uh, properly, it's important, it's key. Something like that, it's not like flipping a switch. It's not going to happen overnight. Uh, we can expect these uh, delays for some time to come, we think? For sure. But I'm, I, if they can just put together a little extra grouping of people to ease. The problem is the terminal gets filled up and you can't let people off the plane until you get that initial crowd out of the way. So it's just, I can't stress enough how it's all backing it up because they are not getting off the planes because the terminals are too full. So you need people to make flow happen and they're not getting enough staffing to bring the people through quick enough. And what is this doing when it comes to bookings for the summer and beyond, Marty? Because there are reports now that uh, people, they're becoming afraid really to fly, to go in and out of uh, Pearson Airport and other uh, busy uh, hubs because of uh, all of the news coverage and what they've seen on the news. If the experience continues like it is, nobody wants to sit on a flight internationally coming into Canada for eight hours and then sit an additional two hours on that plane. So they are hesitant and suggesting that this just may not be the time to travel now until everybody gets their act straightened up. So it is deterring full travel from people who would normally say it's a wonderful experience. Now all of a sudden it isn't and they are looking elsewhere at other modes and who's getting who. Travel by car is not necessarily the answer now with crazy gas prices. So it's a quandary and it's a quandary of people saying maybe we wait till next year till this all gets cleared up. All right. For those that are going to travel, are going to press ahead, your best piece of advice, Marty, is uh, I know it used to be two hours, but uh, should you arrive even earlier than that to the airport? Absolutely. My attitude is what is the worst scenario here that you're sitting and waiting at the airport? Better than waiting at home and try to time it right. And one other thing, make sure you have your passports before you even book a trip, because if you don't have a passport, you're not going anywhere. And that's a big mistake that people are starting to book trips and then thinking they're going to get their passport quick enough. That's another lineup, by the way. I've read about that the last couple of days. There's huge lineups at the passport office. So once you get through that lineup uh, and you've got your passport, you now have the right to line up at the airport, I guess. Call it the new normal, but this is not fun, that's for sure. All right. Marty, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for this. Thanks, Jeff. Take care. You too. Have a great long weekend. There's Marty Firestone, our uh, travel expert with us. And when we come back after the break, going to take some of your phone calls on your experience. What has it been recently at the airport? Have you been through Pearson in Toronto? Uh, also, would love to hear from our London and our Hamilton listeners as well. Is Hamilton or London, is that a better option to fly out of? Uh, Buffalo, Detroit, is that happening once again? People pre-pandemic, of course, were doing that when it came to price. It was just a better price and made more sense to uh, drive over the border, leave your car in either Buffalo or Detroit, fly to those airports. Is that a better option or the delays less there? What has your experience been? one 225 talk if you're listening outside of the GTA, 
416-870-6400 if you're listening inside the GTA because you know that is the one thing about travel I will I will say that I dislike about travel is the traveling if you will stay with me on this uh, I mean I love being at the destination it's just getting to the destination in pre-pandemic it was enough of a hassle having to be there two hours ahead of time uh, the lineups, uh, at least uh, for my liking, maybe a lot of others as well, was long enough uh, as it is. And when I see these lineups now and the news coverage the last couple of weeks, particularly out of uh, Pearson, I have no appetite to uh, travel right now. I-, I would love to go somewhere. I think maybe this summer, the staycation, particularly with the uh, tax credit, right, that we all get is at $150. If you travel or vacation inside the province, inside uh, Ontario, that seems like a much better deal and more attractive offer than going to the airport, uh, lining up, and when you come back, maybe waiting on that plane a couple of hours before you even get off so you can line up and then uh, go through uh, security and the COVID uh, protocols. But have you been to the airport recently? What is your experience uh, there? Is it better traveling out of Hamilton or London, the smaller hub, a smaller airport? Again, what about Detroit to Buffalo? Is that back on again? Has anybody uh, gone there? What's the experience been there here on the Jeff MacArthur Show? Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.